Welcome, everybody, to Pick and Roll. This is your daily weekday betting show powered by the Hammer Betting Network. On this show, we go through various NBA-related discussion with Pips NBA, and then we figure out what his best bets are for the slate on the night. When you're watching this show, you can catch it live at 11.15 a.m. Eastern Time. You can watch it on Twitter, on the at the board NBA Twitter, uh, Twitter account, where you can and you probably should like it and also give us a follow, consider retweeting. You can also catch it on YouTube, where you should subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you drop a like on there. But Pips, uh, some discussion for today. Didn't brief you on it, but wanted to talk about the Portland Trailblazers yet again, because this is a team that just keeps on winning. And this is a team that has a historically struggled to play defense. But this season, they're fifth in defense, 15th in offense, and that is churning out wins. What have been your thoughts on that team this season? Yeah, they're an interesting one for sure. No, no one expected them to be this good. I mean, everyone expected a, a bit more defense this season with addition of Jeremy Grant and having Josh Hart there. And yeah, everyone expected a, a small improvement, at least, on the defensive end, but they're actually playing great. And they hustle. I think they won uh, three games on the last possession. So, yeah, it, it, it's a bit of variance also. But, yeah, that's they, they play hard. They go for every possession. They play until the end of the last the last second of the game. And so far, so good. And, I mean, they won some games without Damian Lillard, which is a, it's a huge surprise because my opinion is he's by far their best player. And winning games without him, even against the teams like Phoenix Suns and Miami Heat on the road, that, that, that's quite an amazing achievement. Yeah, they look really good this season. A lot of athletic players that are, are hungry to play a role, play defense. Josh Hart, one in particular. Jamie Grant has looked really good this season. Looks like that trade for a first-round pick in the offseason was a really good move by the Trailblazers. Kind of, again, coming into his role here, he was playing with the Pistons last season where you know he was their best player. So his role was to basically take a bunch of shots. Maybe that wasn't where he was looking like his best, but I think we have it here. The way Damian Lillard is playing, not sure if this is quite sustainable for the rest of the season. Do you think this is a legitimate? Uh, I guess I have them as a play-in team. Do you see them maintaining this sort of pace and being a team fighting for a home seat in the playoffs? Yeah, I, I, I doubt that. But yeah, as you said, <laughs> like playing team, maybe, maybe, I mean, like six, seven, eight, seven to tenth place. I mean, for sure. Uh, the good thing of it about Portland is Lakers struggle. Kings aren't also playing great. I mean, they had tough schedule, but yeah, they are there. Before the season, they were their two main competitors for the eighth spot, and yeah, I think they could be in that range. Some teams are underachieving, like Golden State Warriors. So Minnesota Timberwolves and a lot of teams who are actually on the paper better. Than Portland, so yeah, the, yeah, I think they could still be in that seven to nine range. Okay, that's so we'll see if they can maintain this pace, but more so playing likely the spot. That's what both of us think. Uh, one thing in particular for the Trailblazers that could even improve them further going forward is Gary Payton Jr. or Gary Payton the second, yeah. excuse me, uh, returning from injury, which will help their guard defense even more. And we've addressed and that as a problem in the past. One more thing. When you get to the playing spot, one game, win takes all. 
having Damian Lillard on your team is like if he goes <laughs> off, you win game, you win the game. Like you can't stop that guy. Like there's yeah. no defense him when he scores. Yeah. So yeah, they have a pretty good chance I, to make the playoffs this season. I I am definitely a huge fan of Damian Lillard. He's one of my favorite non-Raptors players in the NBA. Just the way he plays and his ability to rise up to big occasions. Uh, I don't think he gets quite I, – I, people give him credit. I, I still don't believe he gets quite enough because of the lack of team success overall. But uh, it's really difficult, as many teams have shown, to get to a conference final. He's done that with this Portland team. So uh, Damian Lillard is a really good player. And, yeah, in a winner-takes-all game, uh, I don't know if there's many you want on your side in a close game late in the playoffs than Damian Lillard, the way he can hit those big shots. But uh, let's transition into the next segment here. We're going to recap the one play that we had yesterday and – this was one that I watched, and it was right down to the wire. We had DeAndre Hunter over 14 and a half points. Man, oh, man, he hit a, he hit like a mid-range jump shot with about two and a half minutes to go to get to 14, but can't quite get over the line. Was it the slow start for Hunter that you think kind of tanked yeah. this bet? Yeah, he missed the first three shots in the first quarter, ended up the quarter with zero points. But I think the reason we lost this bet is because uh, Hawks were up 20, and uh, they just run the bench. And then uh, Doc Rivers emptied the bench. Uh, bench came out inside the game. And they pulled up to the nine points, I think. The three minutes left. And then he put the other Hunter in. The other Hunter in was projected to get back with eight minutes left. So we, he will have eight minutes in the fourth quarter with 12 points. I think he will be able to go over. But he came back with only three minutes left and hit that shot. And that's it. That was it from him. Unfortunately, losing by a hook is never fun, but it is what it is. Yeah, unfortunate. We have had a good week and we're hoping to also finish off the week with a bang. We have three official plays for you guys today. I want to remind you guys that we're always transparent about our picks and we track them publicly. You can go to the BetStamp app. Go to betstamp.app on your browser or the betstamp app on your phone. You can go to the app store and download it. Go to the marketplace, search pick and roll. You have all of the verified plays that Pips has given out on this show's on this show. Completely transparent for you guys to see. Also, you ever miss a show, you can go to the Betstamp app just to see what sort of picks that we have down. Or unless unless you can't, unless you do want to come and check out the recap, of course, at the end of every episode. But for the picks today, let's get started with pick number one. We are going to Boston as Denver are in town, and the back-to-back MVP is a guy that you want to put your money on. Let's hear the pick for this one. So, yeah, I'm going with Nikola Jokic in this one. This is finally a great spot for him. He actually had a pretty slow start to the season. Yeah, Nikola Jokic over 23.5 points, minus 110 at bet MGM. He had a slow start to a season, but I think the most of it was the easy schedule, and he try, he was trying to get Murray and Michael Potter Jr. to get them going after a long absence. But in games where they are close and or down, he just goes inside and scores. He also had some games where the teams put two to three players on him, double team, triple team him, just wanted to get him out of the ball. But as we saw last season... Boston is giving him single cover, letting him go one-on-one with Al Horford. And even though Horford is like one of the best defensive players in the league at his position, even at that age, mm-hmm. no one is stopping Jokic one-on-one. 
And with Murray back, he's they are they will play a lot of pick and rolls. And Murray pocket passes are one of the best in the league. And Horford is trying to drop and drop coverage on pick and rolls. So leaving wide open mid-range for Nikola Jokic, who is shooting almost 60% of them over the last three seasons, is just easy, easy for him. And also Boston is playing uh, switching defense. And guys like Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. and Kentavious Caldwell-Pope are not capable of going by their defender one-on-one. Yeah, they, 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 they are just not doing it. And with switching defense, there is not much uh, wide open shots for them. So no no movement, not, not easy to get open through some stagger screens and stuff. So it will be a lot to Jokic and to work inside. And I think he can cover this line pretty easily. They are also underdogs. And when they are underdogs, Jokic usually performs even better. On some teams like San Antonio Spurs and teams like that, when they go up by 10, he's just looking to get his triple-double, 10 to hmm. 11 assists, get to, yeah, get going his teammates. And in this part, they will have, have to rely heavily on Jokic to win this game. Yeah, just quickly browsing through the market here across multiple books, uh, doing that with the bed stamp app again. A uh, lot of different, a lot of different prices here. Like I'm seeing this at minus one forty-seven. I'm seeing this at minus one thirty, minus one twenty. So minus one ten to me looks like a really good spot here for Nikola Jokic. Uh, again, bit of a slow start this season, coming alive, and we've seen Jokic that when his team needs him, and this is going to be a tough test against Boston, he can rise up and put up some big numbers. So over twenty-three and a half on Jokic. That is the first pick. Second pick of the night. We're going to go back to the same game parlays here. The Cleveland Cavaliers visiting the very, very much struggling Golden State Warriors. Team-wise, Golden State's struggling. Individual-wise, Steph Curry is definitely not, and he is part of this same game parlay. Yeah, so we have a same game parlay. Steph Curry scoring over 24.5 points, and Darius Garland getting over 6.5 assists which is combined minus 110 at DraftKings. So this I think this one is quite obvious. Steph Curry scored 30 plus, 32 plus points in eight of the last 10. He scored, wow. I think, 85 points over the last two games. And the, I mean, Cows are great in uh, great paint defense. They are great defense inside. But with Darius Garland back, I mean, Lavert, Garland, and Mitchell on perimeter defense, just no one, not even close, be able to guard Steph. And, yeah, I, I just think Steph goes crazy. And with them being so good inside, I mean, Steph should take over a huge usage. And I think he should take over this game because Cavs are a great team. And if, if Golden State means to have any chance to win this game, they need Curry to score 30 plus like in every game so far this season. I think that part of the bet is quite obvious. But the second part is Darius Garland over six and a half assists. Uh, Darius Garland so far this season, if we exclude the game against Toronto where he got injured in the first quarter, yep. he has 10 assist average on 70, 17 potential assists. He went over this line in, all four games, 12, 7, 12, and 8 assists. And Golden State Warriors are playing with huge pace, terrible defense so far this season. 
and almost every player player going above their average so far. So Fox had six and ten, Sucks had nine, Lowry had eight and nine, Butler had eight and eight, Booker had seven, Chris Paul had nine. So a lot of players who have the ball in their hand, who usually creates a lot, are going well over their lines and against the Golden State Warriors. So yeah, I think Darius should be able to cover this line easily, especially how uh, how terrible Golden State are inside. They allow uh, the most points to power forwards and the most points to centers. Like they are the worst inside defense in the NBA. Uh, so Darius should hit. Mo- yeah, so Darius should hit Mobley and Allen easily, and Kevin Love when he comes in. And Mitchell is playing great. So, yeah, every pass to Mitchell is almost an assist so far this season. So, yeah, I, yeah. I like this bet quite a lot if the games can stay close. Yeah. Curry, the point-wise, I mean, I love the way you described that. I don't think that one is a lot of <laughs> – I don't think we need to think too much about Curry go over 24-and-a-half. But, obviously, uh, you can't just blindly bet anything. But for the Garland part of it, yeah, I, I'm really wondering who on the Warriors are going to be able to stop the Cavaliers down low with – the mixture of Allen, the mixture of Mobley, the mixture of Love. No matter which two are on the court, the Cavs have, have consistently looked really good, whichever combination of those two. And Garland loves throwing up the lobs to guys like Allen and guys like Mobley in the paint. So Garland gets inside past the first, I guess the first block of defense. He gets somebody, maybe the big, whether it's Looney, whether it's Wiseman, who has not looked good this season. You could throw up a lob to the likes of those bigs, plus a whole host of other things. I think it's a yeah. testament to how many assists Donovan Mitchell is getting. I wouldn't say how easy it is to get assists with that team, but maybe it is a little bit easier, even for Donovan Mitchell to throw up those sort of assist numbers. So Garland, six and a half, and Curry, 24 and a half. Uh, let's move into our third pick here. And very rarely, I, I make these thumbnails for these on YouTube, by the way, well in advance of actually seeing the picks. I actually have somebody in the thumbnail that's involved with one of our bets for today. Uh, actually, two. We have Curry as well on the cover. I yeah. did a pretty good job with this one. <laughs> Desmond Bain is the guy as the Grizzlies are hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. And we're just going to the points for Bain. Let's hear the pick. So Desmond Bain over to 22 and a half points, minus 118 at Fendel. So this one is an interesting spot because Desmond Bain scored 28 plus points in six out of the last seven games when he played 25 plus minutes. So he, he was under in one game where that was the was, was the blowout and the rest games 28 plus points. Jamorant is not forcing stuff anymore. Against the Spurs, he was actually playing a lot more with Desmond Bain and trying to get shots for him. And the interesting part, part of this bet is Bain is one of the best shooters in the NBA. He's just amazing. He started the season slow, like shot... 15% over the two first two games from three, and he's now almost at 50% from three, which is quite amazing at the volume he's shooting. And Wolves are the by far, <laughs> allowing by far the most spot-up points in the game, in the entire yeah. league, 35 spot-up points a game. So we have like Mike Michael Bridges scoring 31 points, Randall scoring eight threes, Cam Johnson going for 29 Keldon Johnson scoring 25, 27. And all these players are worse players than Bane is, worse shooters than Bane is. And if they had easily gone over this line, I think Bane is a great spot for this. And actually, I don't know if you 
paid attention to the last season uh, series, playoff series between Wolves and uh, Memphis, they were double teaming yeah. a lot Jamorant, which could open up a lot more spots for Jamor for Desmond Bain. So yeah, I, I, I I'm not heavily on Jamorant as everyone is. I just like a little more, a little bit more space for Desmond Bain. And with Towns playing at four, the Desmond Bain just need to go like to two screens and he'll be wide open. Yeah, perimeter defense with the Timberwolves this season has been an absolute nightmare so far. The, the two-big system with Towns and Gobert has just not worked out. They made a big trade. It looks like they have made themselves a little bit worse here. Uh, still not, still going to give them a bit of time. I keep saying it's still going to give them a little bit of time to figure it out. But uh, as of today, they have not figured it out. Desmond Bain on the perimeter could be deadly the way he is shooting the ball. Have you seen the last game? When they defended a, a, a whole possession with four players on the court. Yeah, yeah. D'Angelo yeah, Russell is. was supposed to check in and didn't. <laughs> and then yeah, uh, it was the Suns. The Suns got an open three as a result. Yeah. Yeah, They the, the Timberwolves yeah. are a mess. They're yeah. an absolute mess. I had them winning so many games in the regular season. No, no specific wages or anything. But I just, going the season, thought they were going to win a ton of games. Their defense was going to be so good. Question marks about the postseason and how the big lineup would, would work. But I thought regular season, this team's going to be a win machine. Anything but from this season. So <laughs> yeah. the Timberwolves, hey, maybe maybe a couple possessions, four and five, could help out Desmond Bain, but he is going to be the third pick. Let's just recap all three plays before we end off the show. First pick, we have Nikola Jokic over 23.5 points, minus 110 at Bet MGM. Second pick, we have Steph Curry over 24 and a half points on the same game parlay with Darius Garland over six and a half assists. That is minus 110 at DraftKings. And as we just said, we're going to Desmond Bain over 22 and a half points. That is minus 118 at FanDuel against the terrible defense, as we mentioned, of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Guys, if you enjoy this show, make sure you like it on Twitter. Consider sharing by retweeting. You can also catch this show, and we encourage you to watch it on YouTube so we can start interacting with the chat a little bit more. Go to the YouTube channel, The Board NBA. Subscribe there and like if you're watching already on the YouTube channel. If you can't catch it live on Twitter and YouTube, we're only on there now. We decided to take away the Twitch. If you can't catch it live, you can always catch it after the fact on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can download it, your commute home from work, get some NBA bets. And if you want more from the Hammer Betting Network, this is the NBA content division. You can check out the NCAA content division with Hit the Books. I'll actually put it in the YouTube chat right now if you're watching on there. You can go to the Hit the Books channel for NCAA picks tonight with Joey Kanish and Tom Casale. That goes live around 5 to 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. But from pick and roll, let's get some winners on these bets. Let's close it out well. And me and Pips will be back on Monday for more NBA discussion and betting.